0: You. I as well am fine. Thank you so very much for asking. I'm really glad that you took the time to sit here with me and maybe we can talk about our feelings together. Maybe we can live life and talk about life and living to love and loving to live. Living to love, loving, you know? Am I right? Am I right? 110%. 110%. Okay, it's Sunday. It's approximately 5 p.m. It's thundering outside. My kid has gone to the store and I have very limited time very limited. Hardly any time. Hardly any time. So let's just get into it. We don't have much time. Did I mention? Yeah, I did. I did. You're right. Okay. So how do I start this? Let's just see. I say we start with a child's genitalia. Okay. Can we start with that? Now we all know that I'm a, I'm a pretty deep-seated, 100%, no gray area, lesbian. Homosexual. Homosexual. I'm a homosexual so i don't know very much about penises and testicles what i do know about penises and testicles would probably fit on a postage stamp or perhaps i could fill a small post-it maybe i could fill a post-it now sperm if we want to talk sperm i can go on for fucking days and days and days and days sperm is a very interesting thing It's very crazy stuff it's pretty miraculous how it's just bred to compete like did you know if you jizz in a woman and then another guy comes right behind you and jizzes it drops his load in a woman, same woman, they'll just, those those sperm will kill each other. They'll duke it out because they're genetically engineered to fight off a competitor's sperm. Like, come on, that's fucking amazing. That is fucking amazing. So I don't know much about dinks. <clears throat> I am familiar with the term turn your head and cough, although I didn't know what it meant until yesterday. All right, so my kid's sick and, uh, f- oh no, sorry, Friday, it was Friday that I figured all this shit out so he's sick he's been having a runny nose he has asthma he has an egg allergy but other than that he's fucking cool he's pretty cool you're lucky to you're lucky to get to know him through me so friday morning comes along he's a little bit warm a little bit weird uh it's like he got up at like 10 to 6 and i gotta tell you guys i didn't sleep for man it must have been seriously like 20 months like seriously i would be really lucky to get six hours of sleep every night, if not six hours of sleep every other night. And usually that sleep was very broken. So I'd go to bed literally at seven o'clock at night. I just, cause you never know how much sleep you're going to get. Some nights he would get up at 11 and then three and then five, which is absolute torture, absolute sleep torture. It was so hard. So when he got up at five fifty instead of like, usually he sleeps till seven ish. I, I was just like, mm because I had been drinking the night before, like not heavily, but I mean, I went out with some friends and I had a couple drinks and I woke up way too early. And when I woke up, I wore contact lenses. So my eyes kind of tend to get dry. And I woke up with like cataracts. It's like, there was a hazy goop over my eyes. And I was like, "Uh." and he just stands there and he goes like this. That's how you can tell he's anywhere because he just like breathes like that. Like he's like fucking my kid's Tony Soprano. He just <sighs> super hard. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Why? Why? And then I, I went, I'm like, OK, I got to get up. I got to get up. So I went and sat on the toilet and I had a piss. My hair's a big mess. And Sarah comes in the bathroom to ask me a question. And I look at her. And I'm like, I'm concerned I may be dying. And she, she laughed pretty hard. She's, she had to like squeeze her legs together so she didn't pee a little bit, which is another delightful woman thing. Um, yeah. So he was weird. And then we go downstairs and he does this thing when he's about to puke. It's really terrifying because he kind of just paces around and he goes, ah! he like does a scream cry thing. Sorry, that's my phone. I forgot to turn that off. He does a sc- scream cry thing. Hang on a second. So distracting. You know, this is just unprofessional. Hold on. Okay. I'm back where he's like freaks out and he scares the shit out of me. Cause he just walks around and he just screams like this weird, terrible, terrifying scream. And I don't understand what's going on. And then I'm like, are you going to puke? No. I'm like, are you sure it's okay to barf? Do you got to barf? No. And then he barfs. Of course he did. Of course he's going to lie about it. But that like was so relieving to me because I thought, okay, thank God. He's not like having some other fucking catastrophic problem. He barfed all over the couch. And then I was like, okay, well, let's kind of move over here on the linoleum, sweetie. Let's just kind of come over here where it's easy to clean up. And then I had like this um, towel. Uh, Hang on. God damn it. Get your shit together. Get your fucking shit together. I'm back. Okay. I just dropped off some groceries for my sister to pick up for my mom because I'm a good daughter. Sometimes. Okay. Where was I? So he winded. I walk for a living, people. Still fat. Still grotesquely fat. Okay, so he's barfed. And I I thought, I assume that when you had a baby and you went through all that gross stuff to have the baby, and then the baby does a bunch of gross stuff, that that weird gag reflex thing that you get, like, you know, when you watch somebody barf and you're like, "Uh, uh, you know, that thing, it still happens to me. Like when he barfed into my hands and it was all warm and it hit the, oh, it's making me sick right now there was like a big string of barf from like his lip that was like attached to the towel that was full of vomit in my hands. I gagged and I was like, oh, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay. Oh, yeah, everybody pukes. It's okay. You go ahead until you feel better. So I was like, boo. So he's sick. He's got a cough. I had to call Sarah to come home and take care of him because I only get like seven personal days a year now. Woo. Thanks. I work outside. I hurt myself. Seven days. Yeah, it's the best. Love it. So she gets uh, family days that are allotted just for someone who lives in your house that's sick. So she came home, I went to work, and later that night, um, I was giving him a shower, and uh, I just happened to be, like, I get in and out of his, uh, cleaning his special area as quickly as I possibly can. Like, he doesn't need much maintenance, he uh, just needs a quick little, you know, wash and get the hell out of there, because I don't want to fucking, you know? I mean, not that he should be ashamed. Yes, he should be ashamed of his body because all men are disgusting. But, uh, so he just happened to be looking in the other direction. And I don't know if that's a key part of this whole story, but anyway, I'm showering him off and that was, that's where my attention was focused and he coughed and I just about shit myself laughing because I didn't realize that the whole point of that is that the little like testicle part moves up (laughs) into like a little, in a mini little elevator up into, I don't know where. So he coughed a couple times and I'm like, (laughs) which is so fucking like grade two. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? But I just, I'd never seen that before. And I didn't understand (laughs) that that happened. Okay. That's probably a little bit creepy and a little bit weird, but I didn't know. Now I know it's okay. That's an interesting trick that they have. I wonder why they do that. You think there's like so much force when you cough that it could like shake your testicles out. I don't know. You know, for all the talk that women get about being pussies and all this shit, vaginas take a motherfucking beating. Like, your balls are so sensitive that if you cough or a little baby cough, your balls have to go right up into your tummy to keep them safe. Fuck off. Okay. And the other thing I had, uh, also in line with a child's genitalia, is, I don't know what this is, and I really should have researched it before I, I posed this whole story, or posed it, I should I told this whole story, is um i was driving it was a particularly hot day and there was a boy of 12 or 13 and i've never seen this before he was a little bit heavier set but keep in mind it was hot so here's my theory he was totally literally toddling around like he was making his his legs were a little bit further than shoulder length apart and he wasn't taking strides forward he was like kind of he would like walk like frankenstein like tip on his left foot And then tip all his weight on his right foot and then again on his left. So he was, his legs were kind of like in an arrow shape pointing at his genitals. Like it's, it looked to me like the child was chafed. I don't know in fact that that's what it was. Like maybe he got kicked in the nuts or whatever, but I felt bad for him because he was kind of fat and it was kind of hot and he was probably sweaty. Like, do you think his ball was stuck to his leg? What does that mean? And the odd times I've caught a guy adjusting subtly, like I'm very well aware of the uh, pirouette that men do. Like they keep their legs together. And then they kind of bend at the knee And I think that maybe gets the ball sack off your legs I don't know Very confusing It's very confusing to me But that's gross And the, the, obvious, the obvious change about Like the obvious rigmarole With the hand on the crotch I can do without that Like I know I heard Dan Savage say Well you know It's polite for you to look away Just like we look away When you pull your bra strap up Because you know those things need to be adjusted Well you know You guys got to figure that shit out You need to get some real cups because, like, I'm glad you're comfortable with me, but I don't need to see that shit. Like, get f- figure your shit out. Like, get some nice soft cups in there like they have in bras and just get it all tightened up. Maybe you need a smaller size. Maybe you need a bigger size. I don't know how the shit works. I don't know how the shit works. Uh, okay. I think that's just about it. Also, I'd like to point out that Orange is the New Black Season 2 came out. And this is my time alone. And I've chosen, instead of eating delicious Chicago Mixed Popcorn... And watching Orange is the New Black Season 2, I'm sitting here with you fucking guys, talking about little kids' genitals. Thank you. I'm glad you appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, so I talked to- okay, Sugar. Erin, Sugar, I work with her, and she always tells me these fucking hilarious stories, and I'm like, no, stop, don't. Wait until you're on the show to tell me this. And she never fucking does. And she has intentions of waiting, but then it's just like, she has to tell me right now. So it's really irritating. So I never have, like, the stories go to waste, my friends. The stories go to waste. So what I've decided to do is just give her my phone and have her record a voice memo for me. So here is a sample of that. Lucky.
1: Testing, testing, siblings, siblings.
0: All right, so um, apparently
1: yesterday, I'm having to cut McDonald's out of my diet. (laughs) And and I've told that to myself before over and over again, but um, I don't know what the cause of this was. I just had a couple of snack wraps, but they should really be called snack craps.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, this is funny though. So I'm about to deliver down a street, and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And thankfully, you know, we have the trucks now and everything, and I was just getting ready. and But I actually had like the satchel on the mail ready to go, because I just wanted to go. I did not want to stop and go to the bathroom. But it was right there. So I actually, you know, went to a Thai restaurant and used their facilities cuz it would have been another major explosion and we all know how many stories I have. But what the funny thing is is that the Thai restaurant used to be the restaurant that I ate at with the big bang, the very first story.
0: What happened to that?
1: One? You- oh, that's remember I like shit my pants on the route? Right. Sat under a tree, pretend I was eating lunch, covered in my own feces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's
0: single. Single. <laughs> yeah.
1: Single, ready to mingle. <laughs> but so it, it was the same restaurant <laughs> that gave me that vile. Whatever happened to me there. But even funnier is that this would have almost happened two streets over from where it actually happened.
0: That's circle. Maybe you'll never have a problem again because you closed the circle.
1: No, I mean, I've, how many times do I have to have, like, this not ever having a problem? I mean, I thought I was safe with snack wraps. It's not like I had, like, a Big Mac or anything. Okay, so
0: what's the moral
1: of the story? Uh, don't eat at McDonald's when you're delivering mail. I mean, that should have been my moral of my story, the time that I ate at McDonald's and had to go shit in the bushes.
0: So you've been down
1: this crap then before? Oh, too many times, yeah. So, uh, my number is, <laughs> anybody wanting a date with somebody with a you know, a little bit of bowel trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story. Thanks. Okay, now tell the story about the... the okay. Story. Oh, my God. It's, this is really weird to be talking, like, on a phone at work.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, grade 11, I came and stayed with my sister in the city um, because I was doing some kind of career sampling thing, being from out of town and everything. So I'm staying with my sister, and we decide to go to Uncle Willie's Buffet. I don't know if everybody remembers that. It was on the corner of Stafford and Pamina and Winnipeg. And, yeah, buffet. Uncle Willie's. Fantastic. So, anyway, we're sitting there. And my sister says, hey, Erin, I'll give you two bucks if you eat this spoonful of horseradish. And I'm like, hey, two bucks? Yeah. Score. Like, what the hell? It's not like she gave me a lot of money. And, I mean, I was 16 or 17 years old. Like, two (laughs) bucks, even then, wasn't going to go far. Um, So... I'm like, I go for it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to spit part of this out. And something happened. I don't know if it was, like, some roast beef that I had choked down earlier or what. But all of a sudden, I started choking. I could not breathe. I could not do anything. Um, so my brother-in-law at the time is running across the restaurant. My yell, my sister's yelling to him, get water. She needs water. And this is Saturday night. It's packed in Uncle Willie's Buffet. And uh, thank God my angel came along, a woman, and gave me the Heimlich Maneuver. But, I mean, like, the embarrassing part of that is that it's packed and people are looking. And, you know, then I have, like, this spit up of, of, you know, roast beef and horseradish on myself. It was really disgusting. And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that Heimlich Maneuver lady. So... Yeah, that's, that's my other story. <laughs> I, I think uh, I'm probably possibly almost all storied out now. And Sandra's always constantly stopping me, saying, Don't tell me this story. So she made me stop and not tell her the story and talk into her phone instead.
0: Yep. So. Now it's like you're
1: well, have a great time. And uh, yeah.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: Am I talking too close? Am I talking too close?
0: Ah! We're not supposed to fillet it, sweetie. Don't. Oh, okay. okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, so another story. Um, I don't know. I found the record button on my sister's phone, so I just started recording you know, stupid sounds like <laughs> I guess I sort of sounded like sort of a zombie, I'm not really sure. But she decided to make it her my personal ringtone for her. Well, my sister has uh, had some health issues, so she's going to the pharmacist and me and my niece, who are a pair of troublemakers in the uh, when we're together. She's going into the pharmacy for this new medication. And so my niece says, call my mom. So as she's getting um, her new prescription and the pharmacist is talking about all the side, you know, side effects, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden I call her and out of her bag is coming. And the pharmacist just kind of looked and kept on going and. My sister comes out. Okay, that's fine. We go to Seven Eleven afterwards, and she has to go use the bathroom. And so we're watching for her. We'll, we'll do it again. Well, she decided to buy some smoke. So as she's actually at the counter because we're watching for her. Okay, she's at the counter now. We dialed the phone, and sure enough, and there was some little boy who was, like, scared of her bag because, you know, some really horrible guttural sounds are coming out of it. And, yeah. So I wonder if she's changed the ringtone since, because, uh, yeah. Am I still talking too close? Wash no.
0: this, now give me that. How'd she die? How'd she die? She choked on a $2 bed at an all-you-can-eat buffet. How'd she die? Thank you, Keith Malley. Thank you for that. Uh, that joke. Well, sugar, I don't know what to tell you, dude. I mean, sure, you almost died for two bucks. And, you know, $2 may not be a lot of money to anyone. Even in 1997, when I'm sure this happened, it probably wasn't much, but at least you almost died for it. And that shows a stick-to-itiveness. You know, you're determined. Somebody said you can't do it, and you did it. Don't dare sugar to do anything. Especially shit herself, or tell you about how she shat herself, or shit in the back of a car in a Safeway bag, or really anything that involves shit in public places. I wouldn't... I wouldn't dare her. I wouldn't call her on that because it's happened. I think she uses her shit stories as kind of like a testing ground in her relationships to see how the relationships are going. She tells the story. I've advised her not to do it on a first or second date. You know, I think you need to kind of let things like that wait a little while. But I don't know for sure if she's taken my advice because she is currently still single and she's really funny and she likes sports and she's cute and she has huge knockers. And she doesn't want kids, and she doesn't have kids. Like, to me, if you're single, 30-ish guy, that's the perfect package. Somebody who likes sports as much as you do. Someone who knows about sports. Maybe, I don't know. So if any of you guys are single and slightly crazy and like shit stories, let me know. Let me know about that. Take care of that for ya. Uh Okay, Rose, I just wanted to let you know a few people have reached out to me, and they really uh, thought your story was pretty fucked, and that that dude needs a smack in the nuts. Hands to yourself, everyone. All, all arms and legs and hands in the vehicle. It's important to have a little thing called consent when you want to engage in a sexual act with another human being. It's kind of, it's a little bit important, I think. Okay, I think that's just about it for me today. Except, oh hey, you know what I want to talk about first? Um, I know Seinfeld's not on the air anymore. And I really think it should be because there's a lot of things that I need discussed and I want to have a term for. Like, I'm the never-ending texter. I, I know that. I don't know how to end a conversation in person or via text. Because when I grew up as a little kid, my anything I said was just completely and totally ignored. And that's why I think I talk so fast. Like, I'm trying really hard right now as I'm talking to talk slower. But in person, like in real life, I talk really fast. Because I had to get whatever it was out before somebody stepped on everything I said or uh, just flat out ignored that I was talking which is why I get so angry when that happens my mom still does that to me I get enraged so I just keep texting and it's not because I I'm trying to be annoying it's just I don't know when the conversation's over so Courtney and Aaron and I were trying to figure it out and we came up with the emoji sign for the big hand but that's kind of like harsh like how about a Maybe a peace sign or a... Like, I just need something to tell me that this conversation is over. I've enjoyed it. But you can stop texting me now. That's what I think they need. Although they'd never ever use it, I don't think. But they should because I just don't know how to stop. Kind of like this podcast. I never know quite when it's over. So I think Jerry, George, Elaine, Kramer, they would have come up with some funny, like, thing to use. And it would just be something that everybody used, you know? Like, "Ah, okay, you can stop now. I'm fucking not really interested in this stupid conversation. But, so if you think of something, please, for the love of Christ, let me know Because I don't know I, I really don't know what's going on here Uh, Okay, changeofaddress69 at gmail.com What else do we got here? Uh, What else am I? Sandra D. Sanchez on Twitter Facebook, changeofaddress Facebook page uh, iTunes reviews And um, hmm, Breaking Amish I think that's on tonight, so I know what I'm doing I don't get how that fat Amish woman Can go out and party like that and like, have her picture taken and do all these weird things. Like, is this the whole thing staged, right? Like, I know it's all fake and stuff, but she looks, she's a pretty impressive fake Amish. And her, you know, slightly hideous daughter is also fake Amish. Or is she an actor? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, the men look real, but how does she, like, go to a disco and party like it's 1885? I don't, I don't get it. I thought she wasn't allowed to. Anyway, does anybody know anything about this? Rose does. I bet Rose would give us a good background on breaking Amish. Fucking weirdos. All right, that's it. See, I don't know how to stop. How do I stop? Because, like, I had a great time with you. I hope we can do this again sometime. Do you think I could call you later this week? These are all, right? Good? Yeah? Should I lean in for a kiss? Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Okay. I'm locking eyes with you, though. You You seem into it. Your eyes say yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you did you have a good time then? Oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get going. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cheek? Should we go cheek? No. Should we do do a quick hug? A couple pats? No. Okay. Uh, Okay. Bye.